And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 88.5, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, the Plimptons with Christmas all over this town. Thank you so much, the Plimptons, for sending this to me and all the great tunes you've sent to me over the years. Of all the bands sending me tunes over the past couple years, the Plimptons are number one at the top of sending me great rock and roll tunes to play. And they're from Glasgow, Scotland. And if you want more info on the Plimptons, it is the Plimptons. P-L-I-M-P-T-O-N-S 1999 at gmail.com. The Plimptons 1999 at gmail.com. They'd love to hear from you. And that's brand new from the Plimptons from Glasgow, Scotland. Christmas all over this town. Today on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, interviews with Ghostface Killa and, oh, from the band The Makeup Sex from San Diego. Right now, to prepare you for Ghostface Killa, here's Chub Rock with The Empire Strikes Back. And then an interview on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show with... Ghostface Killer and in the makeup sex on CITR FM 102, cable 88.5's Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Here's Chub Rock. Hostility is the basis of this record. Check it. No corporate lunches can make me pull punches. This is a record in which can make me get a lot off my chest. No craving for radio success. One night I felt the pick up my nine. Go for mine. Smother killer motherfucker who ain't my kind. But I'm not gonna belittle myself to be on your level and have Ivy League chaps with the devil. But I'll settle for my brothers and sisters just to build a fence. And to realize education is our sword and the shield is dollars and cents. And the army is unity and your job is just for you to be sober, sane, no crack or cocaine or heroin. And we will be ahead of them in this fast-paced race to rule this planet. We were willing to share, but you really try to nab it and grab it, but now we have it. Even though there's still a few places that we need to conquer. It's only a matter of time until we get the passing to the tanker. Truck, smash the fuck out of these jerks and blow them to smithereens. But then it seems that we're the violent ones after these bastards get away from killing our innocent sons. But how dumb can they be? The retaliation will see. Do they possibly have the heart to battle with us? Because we as a people are dangerous. But this whole shit is just whack. But the empire will strike back. America. I thought I could walk where I want to walk, speak what I want to speak, without having a bunch of ignorant low-life pricks trying to put me in a permanent sleep. You won the battle, but we're gonna win the war, and the war after that. It's the top of the knife, and you're the last at bat. Two strikes, you have no ball. Here's the pitch. I swing and a miss. Holy cow. You want to have a business in the neighborhood. Oh, no. If you come scum, you better run like Flojo. I got Spike's message. Now it's time to do the right thing and wake up. Life is not about a gold ring or a big fat chain or being the owner of a crack lane. Killing a man that's the same as you when he can be in your crew and protect yourself from the men in blue. Howard Beach, Benson, Hurst, what's next? We all know the effects. Future next will be broken. Snap, white and black. The 1990s will be 30 years back. And Dr. King seen this, he would buck. Walk through a part of Brooklyn. You are the recipient of a slug. When it should be a hug. It's making honest students become thugs. This whole bullshit is just whack. But the empire will strike back, I bet you.
are you? Ghostface Killer, Wu-Tang Clan. Ghostface, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thank you so much. It's an honor. Ghostface, you have a song called Apollo Kids. Yes, I do. It's an album. And in it, you sample Solomon Burke. Solomon, what song was that one? Apollo Kids has actually got a sample of Solomon Burke in it. Right. Are you, all right, hold on. I got an album called Apollo Kids, and I, need, and I have a song on Supreme Clientele called Apollo Kids. The song. The song. Oh. The song. All right, so that's on Supreme Clientele. Yes, and I thought, wow, you must dig Solomon Burke, so I have for you a Solomon Burke poster. A gift for you. Oh, check that out. Yeah, only thing missing is my face up there now, you know? What can you tell the people about you and Solomon Burke and the soul? I mean, I, I mean, I, I had soul since I was a, a young. And I, I, these people right here, it's like, you know... Wilson Pickett and them I grew up Like Basically Not saying in that era But you know Listening to that music Like that You know what I mean And it just moved on Moved on up though But it's like As far as soul It's like It's in me You know what I mean My mother My father had it When I was young They used to play all the soul music You know what I mean Inside the living room Used to kick me out the living room and tell me to get in the room because I was too young to be around the grown folks while they was, you know, getting a little drink on, listening to all the stuff like that. So as they closed the door on me, it just been in me. You know what I mean? And I grew with that. You know what I mean? So that's how I can when old soul music, when we take our samples from it, I'd rather deal with samples than non-samples because samples to me feel like that music back in the days feel like something that you could feel. You know what I mean? For some reason. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you could feel whatever they was you know what I mean? Whatever they felt or however they was doing, like you could feel it more than the music. You could feel it. feel like it came more from the heart than just from here. And Ghostface, now you can put that on your wall. That's a gift for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Now, yeah. speaking of growing up and stuff, what can you tell the people about these Staten Island MCs, the Force MDs? Legends. These is legends. These is legends. Before they were the Force MDs, they were the Force MCs. And they was battling like like crews, like Crow Crush and all them other, you know what I mean, groups that was around back then. You know what I mean? This is when they we was on. They had tapes before DVD, CDs, and all that stuff like that. When they was really going to the big park, plugging in your equipment inside the park. You know what I mean? With the speakers, the DJ, with the mixer, the, the echo chamber. You know what I mean? The strobe lights and all that stuff like that. Really doing it in the park when they was the force MCs. And they always knew how to sing. You know what I mean? A lot of them. So they started, you know, I guess when they became, after that era, you know what I mean, when they started singing, I think they, they changed to the foursome Ds, because you still couldn't be the foursome Cs when you're singing, you know what I mean, because, you know, now you're a singer now, you know what I mean? But I heard it got signed after singing on the Staten Island Ferry. Did you ever sing on the Staten Island Ferry with Wu-Tang? Never did that, you know what I mean? Never did that. I didn't have to do it, you know what I mean? But, uh, but um, yeah, they paved the way for us on Staten Island, you know what I mean? And um, I had them on a few of my records, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, Soul Controller and um, uh, 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 Daytona 500, the skip before Daytona 500. It's like, yo, these guys right here, you know what I mean? They got tears, lovers, a house. You know what I mean? They would have been took new addition spot in Crush Groove. Uh, uh, when that movie came out, you know what I mean? But you know, you know how the politics be and stuff like that, so they didn't really get the whatchamacallit, but whoever's from back then, they know about the force of these. What about the UMCs, Ghostface Killer? Another Staten Island crew. Um, these guys, this is my man house right here. I, I grew up with them, and, um, um, and we lived in the same building. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, they when I was out of state, you know what I mean, doing my thing, they came through, and it was like wow, you know what I mean? And my man, I was you know I was happy for him because this is one of my guys. I really. 
played football with, you know what I mean? Touch touch football, tackle football, whatever, stick ball and all that stuff like that. But to see him go ahead and make it, he the one that produced the Apollo kids for me. You know what I mean? He produced the Apollo kids for me off the Supreme clientele. So, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all love. It's all good. Ghostface, Jizzo was saying something about how you guys used to do battles in Brooklyn. You'd go into Brooklyn and do some battles. Do you remember any of those battles? Uh, no, I wasn't there. That was genius. Because I guess what I was curious about was, he was mentioning this group right here, Freddie B and the Mix Masters. Do you ever remember these guys, Freddie B and the Mix Masters? I don't remember them, but I heard of them. I heard of them, did. I'm the Mix Masters. Was just ever in a group called Mission Impossible with a guy called Jackpot? Do you ever hear about that? I know Jackpot. I never knew the group, but I knew Jackpot. Jackpot is Scotty Waddy. Yeah, he gets busy. He's real nice. He, he, he get busy. He's like one of the guys that... That you know, not saying taught genius, but genius learned a lot from from Jackpot and uh and uh yeah, Jackpot get busy. Just curious, sir Ghostface, do you ever still eat instant ramen with Lewis Rich luncheon meat? Lewis Rich, uh, nah, see, that was in my book. You know what I mean? I just said you could probably put it in there like that. You know what I mean? But they took it too far and had the shit looking real disgusting and shit. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, though, yeah, we all eat Roman noodles, ramen noodles, whatever the case may be. When you're on a bus, you could just get ahead and crunch it up and get some hot water and, you know, do what it do. You know what I mean? Or even if you're at home. You know what I mean? So it's it's not. You know, we still, we still, we still got hood characteristics in us. The hood, you know what I mean? It's never going nowhere. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Food is food. You know, noodles is noodles. You know what I mean? So we do what we do. And I'm taking away now for some tiramisu. Thank you for doing this interview because you're missing your tiramisu right now, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, it's all good. I just wanted to taste it. That was my man's thing right there. I just wanted to taste it to see how it looked good. So I just took a little swipe of it. You know what I mean? And took it down real quick. Ghostface Killer, I have a quote for you. Under my wing, like Sanford and... Son. Sanford and Son. Oh, okay, yeah. This is legendary. You know what I mean? I like a lot of old black uh, TV shows and stuff like that. It was kind of fun watching growing up with Soul Train and uh, Car Wash and, you know, what's happening and, and things in that nature. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. So, yeah, this is this is classic right here. You know what I mean? Master Killer did a track in, uh, from the um, uh, from the beginning of the doom, doom, And RZA had, had took the sample. And it came out a nice record with O'Dirty in them. I was wondering. I asked him, why you didn't put me on it? Because... Because this is me. This, you know, what I mean, I belong on that. Yeah, Sanford and Son. You know what I mean. Rest in peace to Red Fox. Legendary, all legendary. You know what I mean. So that's good. Ghostface Killer. What about old school storytellers like Jimmy Spicer? Jimmy Spicer. Who's Jimmy Spicer? Super Rhymes, the Adventure of Super Rhymes. Okay, yeah, I know it was Jimmy Spicer. Super. That's one of the rhymes. Uh, that made you want to really come a, uh, become an MC, too. You know what I mean? When you heard Super Rhymes. You know what I'm saying? He was one of the guys, that, you know, that, that you know, contributed to hip-hop uh, with his music and what he done did. You know what I mean? That's the, the Super Rhymes was, if you know, that was a legendary song. I can't really put it in other words like that, but it was just like... It was hip hop wasn't that big, so when you hear something that sounded so fresh to you, like Super Rhymes, all right, you heard that, and you you know, and and that could have been helping you want to get ahead and start MCing or rhyming or have you want to do. But yo, shout out, shout out to him. You know what I mean? Same thing with Chub Rock as well, Mr. Chub Rock. He's underappreciated, isn't he, Chub Rock? Yeah, yeah, Chub Rock is a lyricist. He's a lyricist. You know what I mean? He's definitely underappreciated. You know what I mean? Um, he knew how to put his words together. He had big words too. He was one of those, uh, you know what I mean? That made it, and his voice was like the 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 the, the nowadays Biggie. 
back back then. His voice, he had that that nice voice. But uh, Chub Rock, you know what I mean, definitely is, you know what I mean, underrated. And um, he was got busy. He got busy. He he just got busy, yo. He was a lyricist too. This is all my history, man. You pulling out all my history. This is all my history. You know what I mean? So, of course, I always take from them because that's all I know. Like, I take the sample. That's all I know. So, I take the sample. I do what I do. And uh, and it comes out how it comes out, B. All respect. This is all, it's all respect. All respect. Ghostface Killer, did you ever meet Sylvia Robinson who founded Sugar Hill? No, I never I never, I never, met her. But I used her song on uh, the Pretty Tony album. I think it was the Pillow Talk song. I used that. You know what I mean? I was talking, you know, over the song and stuff like that before um, Take Me Back came in. That was on the Pretty Tony album. So when you hear that, you know, that's a, you know, rest in peace to Sylvia. You know what I mean? Miss Robinson... You know what I mean? Starting Sugar Hill. That was really cool, I thought. Very intelligent and smart. And doing pillow talk. Her own tunes are incredible, eh? Exactly. You know what I mean? She was a business lady. She just owns a lot of people's material and everything. A lot. A lot of samples. They got to go through her and her family to get the samples cleared. Ghostface, I have another gift for you. The Three the Hard Way soundtrack. Yeah, man. This is, these is like... These they they they're incredible, man. You know what I mean? Like I told, this is my life. This is what I grew up off of. And um, when did you first get into kung fu movies? Like, how did you get into kung fu movies? How? It was like by like seven, eight, nine years old. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Bruce Lee was the first one. You know what I mean? And going to the center when I was little, going to watch the karate movies and uh, Into the Dragon and this and that and the third and and it just kicked off. And Jim Kelly was in there. You know what I mean? He featured in one of them and uh, and that was it. And that's what put me on to Jim Kelly. Was there gonna be a connection to Wu Massacre? Were you gonna call Wu Massacre Three the Hard Way or something? Yeah, but it, yeah, we was gonna call it Three the Hard. With me, Ray, and Meth. You know what I mean? But you know, we ch- Meth didn't want the name like that, so we changed the name. You were on the Arsenio Hall show. That was incredible. The Arsenio Hall show. Yes. Arsenio Hall. Yeah, that's when he was leaving out. You know what I mean? It was all good. It was like we was new in the game, so it was something to be on. Something to be on, you know what I mean? And he was he was the shit at that time too. And you know what I mean? We just went up there, we smashed it and uh we had to say what we had to say, man, and and, and that was it. What do you remember about his rapping? Chunky A, Arsenio doing the rapping is Chunky A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about this shit right here, man. You I know? thought that was pretty cool. He had great guests and he does the rapping too, Chunky A. Yeah, for, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, but you know, it's all TV, man. It's all entertainment, man. Everything is good. You know what I mean? And um, and that's what it is, man. These are just parts of our life, man, that we go through. You know what I mean? So, you know, and that's what it is, man. Ghostface Killer, speaking of entertainment and stuff, you have a doll. Yeah, I had a doll, yeah. And your good friend MF Doom has a doll. Have you seen the MF Doom doll action figure before? No, it's the first time I'm seeing it. What do you think of it? MF Doom's action figure. That's that, yo, that's that, yo, for you to have your own doll, man, it's, you know what I mean? People love you, man. So you can't take nothing away from it, man. It's all a blessing. People love you, man, and, and, and that's just what it is right now. What do you think about people like MF Doom and the way how they have disguises and stuff? Like, you're quite into disguises yourself, aren't you? The ghost face. Yeah, I've been the ghost face, and I'm still a ghost face, you know what I mean? But, um, it's, it's you know, it's it's whatever you think just you take on is you. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and Doom took on the mask, and all right, so that's Doom. You know what I mean? It, it, it fits him, and, you know, he's dope. 
You know what I mean? And and that's just what it is. What about your mask? Didn't you sometimes wear like a pantyhose over your face and stuff like that? Was that actually you? I wore stocking caps. I wore masks. I wore I wore uh, turbans. You know what I mean? I did. I had my fair share of of covering my face. Did you have stands at all? Like, was it always you in the photo shoots, or could it have been somebody else in the photo shoot? Um, no, that was me. Like, how can we prove right now we're a real ghost face killer we're speaking to right now? How could you prove? The, how you could prove who I am right now? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Watch the show tonight, B, and 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 and, and you know my voice. You know I me, mean? you know, I, you know. I'm here, man. I'm here, but I'm not here. You know what I mean? Because y'all think on a different wavelength than me. I don't think like how you think. So I could be here, but be out there. You know what I mean? And that's that's the real ghost. Ghostface, winding up here. You also have a song called Share Schla. Shishila Ghost. Shishila Ghost. And you sample Dr. Buzzard's Savannah Band. What can you say about Dr. Buzzard? You sampled him a few times. You know, yeah, I mean, and his tune was good. His tune was good. Anybody I sampled, their tune was, was all right. You know what I mean? It, it was all right with me. It's good with me. So, and that was it. Shout out to Dr. Buzzard, you know what I mean? And, you know, and Claire, my samples, whoever owned their publishing, you know what I mean? Got my samples, Claire. But, uh, yeah, and that's it. It's good music, man. I love good music, B. It's like good food. Wu-Tang Clan, what can you tell me about an important member of Wu-Tang Clan or the clan? Remedy, the white guy in Wu. He's part of the clan, right? Yeah, that's my friend. That's my friend. That's my friend. Uh, you know what I mean? We have, nobody is part of the clan. We have offsprings that, you know, that everybody just is like, you know, branching out, doing what they do, doing, doing what they do. They probably a Killer B or whatever. Wu-Tang Clan is just consisted of the whole nine members, nobody else, you know what I mean? But we have offsprings, you know what I mean? And whether you Killer Bs or whatever, 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 and that's it. Killer Army, Sons of Man, you know what I mean? These are our branch-offs and all the other stuff. But at the end of the day, you know what I mean? It's still affiliated with Wu, but Wu-Tang Clan is the nine members. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all, Ghostface Killer? I mean, you know, the people already know what it is with me. You know what I mean? They 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 know I get busy. You know what I mean? They know we got Wu Block coming, me and Sheik Looch, uh, uh, Jada Kiss, Styles P, Raekwon, and Kappa, the Wu Block album. You know what I mean? Hopefully, we're trying to work on this other Wu Tang album. You know what I mean? To smash that. But then at the end of the year, um, towards like t- uh, August or whatever, I got uh my Supreme clientele, Blue and Cream. You know what I mean? Uh, um, the Wally era. It's called Blue and Cream, the Wally era. Supreme clientele presents Blue and Cream, the Wally era. And that's my Supreme clientele. Basically, number two, the follow-up to what I did to the people in, uh, you know, little, was it 2000, 2001, whatever time it dropped. And, um, and that's it. Yeah, man. You know, just want y'all just to be aware, to, to stay tuned and, you know, just check, just, just check, for, check for a kid. Ghostface, lastly, lastly here, thanks for speaking to me, Nardwardy Human Serviette. Doesn't Merlot sometimes need more grapes? Merlot. Uh, I'm not really a wine drinker, you know what I mean? Uh, I'd rather take some Grey Goose and Red Bull over to Merlot, you know what I mean? Every time I drink wine, it, uh, I get headaches from it, you know what I mean? And probably because it's too sweet, I'm not sure, but uh, I'll leave that for the ladies. Well, thanks so much, Ghostface Killer. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do do do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What the hell? See that? It's classic. It's a picture. Cool. You make me say ow 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 ow
many girlies in my life and time Light, dark, short, tall women of all kinds A sister named Velda, a snow named Gidget I even got busy with a cute little midget But nothing made my heart sing, nothing seemed to last The future looked dim, just like the past Surprise from the sky, felt a dream called you No one's ever rocked me quite the way that you do Cause you Makes me say, ah oh. So good to me, girl, YOLO Makes me say, ow it, 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 it hurts so good when you do what you do You're the end of the line, I wanna stay with you Whitney Houston, Madonna, and even Brooke Shields Don't come close to you, the real deal You're erotic, exotic, a chocolate ton Fun. Every woman I need, all wrapped into one More cushion for the pushing, I hope you can hang Let's spread hate on your body And we'll do the wild thing Cause you're good Makes me say, oh Baby, don't you know you're good Makes me say, oh Come on, get busy with me, girl
and you're still listening, I hope, to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 88.5. You just heard right there, from 1989, Chunky A, a.k.a. Arsenio Hall, with Ow, the Chunky Version. Chunky A. And before that, an interview with Ghostface Killer. Coming up shortly, an interview with, from San Diego, California, The Makeup Sex. Right now, going to play something by Red Fox and Sanford and Son Soundtrack. Going to play That's Poor. And then going to play something by The Makeup Sex. I don't like it. Here's something from the Sanford and Son soundtrack on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Gotta get out of here. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Why are you always talking about leaving? If you just be patient, I'll be gone soon, and all this will be yours. <laughs> are you serious? Do you think I'm going to stay in this ridiculous business all my life? I'm going on to bigger and better things. Like what? Like, like shipbuilding. Shipbuilding? Yeah, that's right, shipbuilding. With what I know about iron and steel, man, I could become a millionaire. Just like that Greek captain married Jackie Kennedy. <laughs> and you know something? He started out poor, just like me. Only one difference. What's that? He started out a Greek. I just can't stand being poor like this. Poor? You think this is poor? When I was a kid with seven of us in the family. Seven. We slept in the same room, same bed, same underwear. <laughs> That's poor. When I was a youngster, I wore one pair of tennis shoes. Five years. Wore them out up to the name on the ankle. <laughs> Do you know them shoes they had called kids? I wore mine till they said,
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show. You just heard right there, Sheila Nagig by The Makeup Sex, a cover of PJ Harvey's Sheila Nagig. And before that, also by The Makeup Sex, I Don't Like You. And The Makeup Sex are going to be playing this Sunday, opening up for Dinosaur Jr. and Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins interviews Dinosaur Jr. And before it all happens, check out The Makeup Sex opening up. And O from The Makeup Sex should be phoning into the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show shortly. In the meantime, here right now is another allusion to the Ghostface Killa interview that I played earlier on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. And what it is is Jimmy Spicer doing super rhymes on the Nardwar the Human Serviette radio show. Rhymes faster than a speed, rhymes than a train has tracks. Able to reach sucker MCs in a single rhyme. Look at the jam of the mic. It's a bird. It's a bird. No, I'm super, super, super rhyme. Thing makes you wanna swing while us MCs rap Doing our thing is not singing like it used to be No, it's rapping to the rhythm of the Georgette beat It goes one for the money, two for the show You got my beat, now here I go You see this DJ, he gets down Mixing up each while they go around with a hit up The hop, you just don't stop You rock to the beat till it makes you drop Yes, I'm one of a kind, I'm super rhymes And I'd like to say hello And since I'm on the mic and I'm ready to rock This is how it goes Yes, I rock so good, I rock so well I ring ding dang, a ding ding a dang Baby, I'll ring your bell Yes, I'm super rhymes, I'm 22 I wanna be a hundred before I'm through Because no, I didn't come from the planet Earth Planet Rhyme on is my place of birth From the day I came out my mother's womb I found myself in the operating room Then the doctor spanked me on my behind I didn't cry, the kid started to rhyme My mother said, son, that's the way it should be Your name is Super Rhymes, you'll be an MC So then my father put me on a meteorite Sent me to Earth to rock the mic I got to Earth and started laying it down At the jam of the mic I could be found while I was at the jam Of this one time I'm rocking to the beats that I'm feeling fine Just a freaking out on the freaks behind I looked in the face of Frankenstein I said, hello, no, she's not mine Because my woman is fine as wine And she goes by the name of the lowest line But she didn't come here with me this time I'm feeling real sad, but not that bad I'ma have to run away from this pro dad I ran to the DJ to rock the mic He said, a super rhyme, stick it, I'll do what you like So I rocked the party viciously This guy didn't know walked up to me But the closer he got, the more I could tell It was the man they call Coward Hosel The guy you'd see on K BC, while Joe Frazier boxed Muhammad Ali He said, excuse me, sir, are you super rhymes? The one with the fine woman, lowest line I said, I am, will I be on TV like the float Like a butterfly stinging Ali He said, yes, my man, if you show me you can I was told you had the master plan So I rocked the mic for how it goes sell To show America how I rock so well And while I rocked the mic, this is what I said About Dracula, the living dead He didn't like blood, not this vampire The disco beat was his desire Transylvania his way he made home until one day he decided to roam and then out of the crypt uh, he did crawl a uh, cow dracula is what he's called he said the sun's gone down and now it's night i'm going to spread my wings and take a serious flight i turned into a bot i flew away i said at the disco is where i gotta stay because back home there was nothing like this in transylvania this is what i'd miss they just 
bite necks and suck blood all day When I knew there had to be a better way I packed my coffin, said vampires I am leaving So I turned into a button, caught out that evening The first disco I hit was 54 They didn't even want to let me in the door I said, listen my man, I am a real cool guy I can turn into a button, I can even fly He said, Dracula, you can do all of that Then come on in and get your need of Rikataka So I went inside and I started to dance And had all the ladies waiting for their chance They said, isn't he cool with his widow's beak And the strange way he does the freak He said, where I come from, it's not called the freak It's the Transylvania Boogie, seven days a week I didn't get to dance with them all that night Cause at the break of dawn, I saw a sunlight I said, I'm sorry to say, I cannot stay Cause this vampires must be in before it turns day But don't forget, I'll be back I like it when I catch a need of freak attack And since you heard my story, it's time I be leaving In Transylvania, we say good evening Mr. Wholesale said, damn that's good You'll be on TV in every neighborhood He said, super rhymes, you're a real MC We must put you on KBC I said, I'll dress to impress, won't claim I'm best I'll come a little better than all the rest Because I never come with any less Than all the rhymes that will pass the test Because I'm cool as ice, I'm twice as nice I never had an off day in my life You see, I'll take all your money, bust out your wife Make you dance to my beat all your life Cause when I get in my stuff and I start to rhyme The sucker MCs hide every time Because my voice is baritone And I really don't need no microphone But I use one anyway To make sure the ladies hear what I say And from here to there, they hear my voice The ladies hear me, I am their choice Because my hair's more wavy than the ships in the Navy And they use a boat to stay afloat To put hickeys all over my throat Because I'm so cool, cool, cool Snow, I'm like Savoir Fair I'm the man you can't find anywhere Because I'm cooler than cold, I'm hotter than heat I rock to the rhythm of the funky beat Because I got what it takes To make everybody a wanna break You see, I got a what it take a take And make you wanna break a break a one Break a one, a break a two, break a two. I said if this is what I wanna say to all of you Go and tell a phone or tell a friend The man known as Super Rhymes is back again And all you fly guys, I'll tell you this I'll take your fly girls with one kiss Because I take the fly girls, put them in check my love punching all around their neck They've heard my voice and they know my name They know within me there burns a flame That I'm MC man headed straight for fame I got a Coupe de Ville, diamond rings I even got fur coats and gold blade things I'm the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour The ladies know I'm the man with the power And now that you know a little more about me This is how I rock a KBC You see deep in the desert, the city Baghdad Aladdin was the boy, a magic lamp he had Aladdin was the rubber and soon find out that The lamp had magic and a genie, no doubt he rubbed the lamp, the genie appeared But you really couldn't see him till the green smoke cleared Well, the smoke was gone, and there he stood The tallest damn cat in the neighborhood He said, where I come from, I committed a crime For every little thing, you must serve time But if my lamp was rubbed, I'd be set free But otherwise, within the lamp, i stay eternally And Aladdin, I'll say thanks to you You rubbed my lamp, now my sentence is through And Aladdin, 
Let your wishes my command I'm sorry but you only get three my man He said genie my first wish will be To go to the year 1980 A hocus pocus of the genie I'll do that Aladdin looked around saw where he was at He said damn things aren't the same I wonder if Aladdin is still my name But it's nice to be in 80 And I gotta say thanks to you genie He said there's nothing to it I used to do it just about every day Until I went to court I gotta put in the lamp And the judge said to throw the spell away But then you came along made right my wrong You brought my lamp and you set me free He said you used one wish and you got two left But let him tell me what's it gonna be He said genie in this society You must have the green stuff called money So Hocus Pocus said to genie here's a million bucks Take it all with you, here's an army truck Oh thanks to the Latin genie, you're a real champ But for a little while, get it back in your lamp The genie said, Aladdin, yes, I'll do that but, but you got another wish, now I'll be by So when a puff of smoke, the genie was gone Aladdin said, a new millionaire is born Well, with all that money, he made more money Aladdin was doing swell You see, my man Aladdin, he got smart, you see Invested money into an oil well But then one day, he is said, I'm tired of making the desert scene He said, I gotta get away, I gotta go to the disco find the freak of my dream so he took control of his private jet his magic lamp and money he could not forget yes he got to the disco danced and screamed but still couldn't find the freak of his dream but then she came through the door the baddest freak of latin said he ever saw he said wow i gotta get that girl her love is worth anything in the world she was a 38 24 35 aladdin was attracted like a bee to a hive aladdin walked up said hello she looked him up and down and said you know where you could go he said come on baby don't play no game I'm called Aladdin Tell me what's your name Well out of all the things Aladdin tried She said listen sucker Take a carpet ride Aladdin said I know what to do I called on my genie With a spell for you So then he rubbed the lamp The genie came back out The genie said Aladdin What you're fussing about He said genie I rocked I said I'd be her man I tried to do it to her Cause I thought I can It was then that I met this girl Who said she wouldn't freak me For nothing in the world Out of all the things That Aladdin thought She told him her body Just couldn't be born so Aladdin said, uh, 450, I know you're coming to this bank with me But the freak told him no, and my main man Aladdin, he told her so He said, I grabbed my partner, do si do I spank her to the beat, but don't let go until I hear her holler uh, Yo, yo, to the beat, be check it out The genie said, Aladdin, I agree, this freak has got a vicious body But that wish will be uh, your last one I do it, my job is done The genie said, your wish is my command She'll be your girl, you'll be her man So he crossed his arms, said a magic word A hocus pocus is what you heard He said, Aladdin, she belongs to you I'll take her home and do what you wanna do But now it's time of that I leave I pull my magic carpet down out my sleeve I'm gonna climb aboard, I'm gonna fly away Back to Baghdad, that's where I'll stay So Aladdin looked up, said goodbye He watched the magic carpet and the genie fly Now this is the end of this little tale it's time I keep rocking, the genie's out of jail So when I say rock, you say roll When I say ice, then you say cold Then when I say disco, you say the beat I say it's like honey, then you say it's sweet I say rock, roll, say ice, cold Say disco, the beat, like honey, it's sweet Now you know my name, you know my game Compared to me, there's none the same Because I got a funky groove, I'm gonna make your body move Because I got a what it took, a ticket, make you wanna break a break a one I said you heard my jam, now catch the boogaloo Cause I'm super rhymes with disco I rock from here to Frisco I 
I'll make you hate your video while I rock your mind in stereo. So kick off your shoes, relax your feet. You're gonna move to my beat to sound so sweet because it's all of you I do adore. And I got so much more in store. Cause all through the day, through the night, I sit down and new rhymes I write. Because this DJ, he gets down mixing records while they go around with a hit it. The hop, you just don't stop. You rock to the beat till it makes you drop. Because I rock so good, I rock so well. I ring a ding a ding a ding a ding. Ding a dang, maybe baby, I'll ring your bell because I rock and roll in stereo. I rock and roll in stereo. Like Fred Flintstones at a yabba dabba do. You hear my jam, won't yell it too? Because I got more rhymes than a clock chimes. I got more rhymes than a monkey climbs. I got more rhymes than a lemon and limes. And I got more rhymes than a bank got dimes. So you freak it to the east, freak it to the west. I freak it to the girl with the biggest chest. I freak it to the west and you freak it to the east. But you never freak out with an ugly beast. Oh, young ladies in the 80s, I'll come on line in my Mercedes. Cause the ladies see they all must stare. Because I got brown eyes and a wavy hair. I'm not so tall, but I'm not so short. And you young ladies are my favorite sport. So put your hand in the air and let me know you're out there. You put your hand in the air and let me know you're out there. Then scream, oh yeah, oh, yeah. oh what, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm leaving now, but I'll be back to make the young ladies catch a need of freak attack. Yes, the time has come for me to leave the mic, but I'll be back with more of what you like. So take a chill, 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 chill.
And you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 88.5, and an Ardoir, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Jimmy Spicer with The Adventure of Super Rhymes, 1979 on Daz Records. Coming up, an interview with the Makeup Sex, oh, hopefully, oh, Touchwood is still phoning in to the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. And the Makeup Sex are opening up for Henry Rollins and Dinosaur Jr. this Sunday night in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Henry Rollins is going to be interviewing Dinosaur Jr. And the Makeup Sex are going to be the opening band. Right now, here's some more Sanford and Son. What's that? What's what? That thing on your head. What's it look like? <laughs> on a Frenchman, it would look like a beret. On you, it looks like a chocolate upside down cake. <laughs> Don't worry. I looked through some old things upstairs, and I ran across one of the souvenirs from France, World War I. World War I, huh? That's right. World War I. AEF. Titan 15, General Black Jack Pershing. <laughs> See, he was white, but they called him Black Jack, I think because of the kind of gum he chewed. <laughs> Say, Pop, how old are you? You know how old I am. I'm 65. World War I was in 1917. Now, you was 11 years old. What did they give you to fight with, a BB gun? <laughs> did, I, did I say World War I? That's right. Well, I must have meant World War II. Oh, World War II, France. Third Army, General Patton, old blood and guts. <laughs> and what did they call you? Tired blood and no guts? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm talking about World War II. D-Day, people of France. I got a scar right here to prove it. And the first part. Now, Pop, you know you never left Fort Dix, New Jersey. Now, that scar on your right side you got from an appendix operation that the Army gave you, the Purple Heart you won in a crap game, and that beret you bought at the Goodwill store. How would you like one cross your lip? Sure, that's always your answer. Well, just don't call me no liar. Well, don't give me that nonsense about D-Day and Viva La France and all of that. Well, I was in, I was in the Army. I could have been in the Air Force. They were looking for a tail gunner, and I turned that down. Why? I ain't gonna sit in the back of no plane. Hey, Pop. Lamar, you bring cigarettes? Bring any what? Did you bring cigarettes? The smokes. Did you bring them? I told you this morning when you left to bring me a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, I know you did, Pop, but listen. Now, I got a better idea. 
Now, on the way home, I passed something they call a breath mobile. Now, you know what a breath mobile is? Yeah, that's something you spray in your mouth so your friends don't turn away. <laughs> no, it's... It's a mobile unit for taking chest x-rays and breathing tests. What's that got to do with me? Everything, Pop. Now, you got to give them up. You got to give up cigarettes. For what? Because they're killing you, that's for what. How long you been smoking anyway? Let's see, I started after I left school. I, I was 10. 10? <laughs> that means you've been smoking for 55 years. You know how much smoking that is. Let me see if I can figure this thing. 10. Now, a cigarette is three inches long. Now, a pack of 20 cigarettes is 60 inches or five feet. Now, how many do you smoke a day? Two packs. <laughs> Two packs? Pop, that's 40 cigarettes. That's about 10 feet of cigarettes multiplied by one year. That's 3,650 feet of cigarette a year. So what? Three quarters of a mile every year for 55 years. <laughs> Pop, since you was 10, you smoked a cigarette 41 miles long. That's real super king size, ain't it? <laughs> 41 miles. Hey, Pop, do yourself a favor. Give them up. Give them up? <coughs> I enjoy smoking. <coughs> Say, Pop, cigarettes will kill you. Don't you believe me? I believe you. Killed a friend of mine in Durham, North Carolina. You see that? <laughs> Got killed by a tobacco truck. <laughs> truck ran over his nice, clean lung. I was smoking at his funeral, trying to relax. I want you to get a chest x-ray and a checkup. Now, it's free. I ain't going. I don't think you heard what I said, Pop. I said it's free. I go down to Con Hospital and get some birth control pills free, but... You don't see me running around there, do you? I know what it is. What? You're scared, that's what it is. You're scared. You're afraid to go down there. I ain't scared. Why are you so anxious to me to get x-ray anyway? You want them to find something wrong with me, don't you? What are you talking about? I saw it in one of them medical shows. The kids had an old man put in a mental institution, then they took over the business. Even Marcus Welby couldn't get him out. Uh, I just want you to get that coffee you as examined by getting an x-ray and a checkup. Well, I'll do it, but I don't need it. But I'll do it for you if you do something for me. What? Go down and give me a pack of cigarettes. And you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, cable 88.5, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we have on the line right now? Hello, are you there, caller? Yes, I am. This is O from the Makeup Sex. Who are you? My name is Otis Barthelme. I used to play in a band called Fluff, and before that I was in Olive Lawn. And O, who else is in the Makeup Sex? A amazing bass player named Morgana Yenrick and William Driscoll on drums. From San Diego, California, still, right, O? That is correct. 
I played a couple of your songs before the interview here. I played I Don't Like It, and I also went way back to play Sheila Nagig. What can you tell the people about I Don't Like It and Sheila Nagig? Well, I can tell you that, that the I Don't Like It song is about like, having a party after you die in a graveyard underground. So that's kind of what the song is like. You know, you're, you're living six feet under with a bunch of your friends. You're just having a good time because you know you're never going anywhere ever again except there. And that is a makeup sex song, and people can actually hear that live, I'm pretty sure, this Sunday, right? You're going to play it live this Sunday at the Commodore Ballroom in Vancouver, B.C., Canada? Yep, I'm looking so forward to it. Could you please explain what's happening there, oh, this Sunday at the Commodore Ballroom in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada? I will tell you that the makeup sex is going to play first, and then you're going to listen to Henry Rollins do an interview with Dinosaur Jr. about the Bug album, and then they're going to play Dinosaur is going to play the entire Bug album in its entirety in the order it's supposed to be. That is the like, makeup, like the makeup sex, and Henry Rollins, and is Henry Rollins going to do any spoken word as well? No, but he's pretty funny. We've been watching very night. He, he gets the band going pretty good. And then Dinosaur Jr. doing The Bug. And we have live here on the line right now, Oh, from The Makeup Sex. And Oh, I mentioned you were in Fluff, or you mentioned you were in Fluff. And I mentioned the song Sheila Nagig. What about Sheila Nagig, the PJ Harvey? Are you still into PJ Harvey? Yeah, the, the first couple, I mean, the first three PJ Harvey records are amazing. You know, like, I, I don't see how anybody could listen to, listen to those records and not think they were the greatest thing this side of Brookhurst. Oh, for me, I will always associate you with the word the bomb. And in fact, I end up writing a song in the evaporators called The Bombs in My Pants. I've asked you this before, but could you please explain the bomb? I think it's something important that touring musicians, if they don't know about, should experience. Well, look, let me explain to you. That originally, it's called the bomb drop. You cut off the drop, you know what I'm saying? The, the whole story of the bomb is like, if it, is this the one I told you? I'm, I'm sure like... Being in Hollywood and afraid to use the toilet, so, like, you get into the toilet stall, take your pants off, hang them up on the back door. you got to take your pants all the way off. You can't just be halfway off. you got to take them all the way off. And then you stand up on top of the toilet seat with both feet, with your pants off still, and then you reach around with your back foot and you flush the toilet, and then you take a poo so that it doesn't splash. You just hit the toilet and go straight down. That's the only safe way you can take a poo in Los Angeles. And when did you and first? I did poo, by the way. When did you first discover that? And at which gig had the worst washrooms? Like, why did you have to do? it? When did you first discover mm-hmm. this? Or what? Because it must have been quite. It was, it's quite a breakthrough, wasn't it? Oh yeah, so I'm going to say it was Cramps, 1980, at the Whiskey. Was that a scary gig? Was the Whiskey washrooms really bad? Like, was it scary? Man, I wouldn't even call them washrooms. Baboom. <laughs> no, not even those. The whiskey was kind of like, uh, back in that day, it was a pretty big venue, like a 600-seater, and it had one bathroom. So it had like a urinal and then a turlet. Oh! So if, you to, if you had to use, you know, I mean, you use one or the other, there's a big line, you know, and no one, and, and you know how people are. Just don't take care of things. They just get in there and get their business done and get out with no regards to where things go. Oh, of the makeup sex, how long have you known Henry Rollins and Dinosaur Jr.? I think you've known Dinosaur Jr. ever since the get-go, the first time we ever came to, to the West Coast, which would probably be 86. 86 or 87, and I, I've not known Henry forever. We're just acquaintances, and I've seen, I think I've watched Henry. I think I saw him, I'm pretty positive I saw Henry's first show, and that was in Costa Mesa. 
And that was at a place called uh, The Cookie's Nest. Now, oh, from the makeup sex, playing this Sunday in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, at the Commodore Ballroom, opening for Henry Rollins, who was interviewing Dinosaur Jr. I thought perhaps you met Rollins when you were a roadie for The Misfits or Ministry, or was that a typo? Were you actually a roadie for The Muffs? Yeah, I was, I was definitely a roadie for The Muffs for a long time, and I did sound for him for a while as well. But uh, not for The Misfits. Well, what was the other one you mentioned? Ministry. Were you a roadie yeah, for Ministry? Yes, I did. I worked for Ministry on, on two tours. How did that all come about? Because I've seen this listed on the internet that you were a roadie for the Misfits, and maybe they were thinking of Ministry instead, or maybe they were thinking of the Muffs. When did you do the roadieing? Did you do the roadieing before the banding? Oh, man, I still do roadieing. If somebody wants to go, I want to go. If somebody wants to go on tour and they want to hire me, I'm ready to leave. Were you one of the first guys with an ungoogleable name? No, you can Google it, but I mean, what, what does O get you? A million things. You can't just, you know, it's not specific to one thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's perfect. Not, yeah, I guess so. Why, do you not want to be, you, does Nardwar not want to be Googleable? I just love it. Oh, it's ungoogleable. And you are O from the Makeup Sex playing in Vancouver this Sunday with Dinosaur oh. Jr. and Henry Rollins. And, oh, you said you have some other people in the band right now assembled. Yeah. Can I, can I let you talk to Anna, the bass player? She's sitting right next to me. Yes, please do. Here you go. Hello. Hello, Anna. Welcome to the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. Oh, thank you very much. I'm excited. So you guys are coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You're going Correct. to be playing with Henry Rollins and Dinosaur Jr. Have you seen this show before? Well, have you seen the Makeup Sex show before? Actually, how long have you been in the Makeup Sex? <laughs> I've, I've only been in the Makeup Sex since last December, actually. They'd recorded an EP without me and then uh, saw a picture of me on the Internet playing bass and decided that without hearing me play, I was the girl for the job. So. What, were, what were they searching? <laughs> like, how did they see your picture? In what context? Well, I've, I've been friends with O for a while, and um, just on Facebook, as dorky as that sounds. <laughs> so. so your picture came up in a Facebook post, or was it a paid Facebook ad or something like that? Oh, oh no, 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 because I'd been friends with O for a while. We were, we were friends on, on the Facebook, and so he saw it on my, on my page, my, in my profile pictures. Oh, I thought it might have been one of those amazing things where, like, you're in Facebook or you're in Gmail, and then, like, an ad will come up, and the ad is, like, what you've been emailing somebody about and might have, like, popped up that you were available to play. I thought that maybe what happened. That would have, that would have been more magical, I think, maybe. <laughs> less, less accessible, more, more of a... Definitely more of a magic thing. So, but being in this band is pretty magic already, so... So how did O describe this show that's coming up to you? Um, as in selling me on the idea of playing it? Uh, well, playing the show and also, yes, playing in the makeup sex. How, did, oh. how were you sold on the makeup sex? Well, it, it was pretty, it was pretty much like, um, you should, you know, kind of, are you playing with anybody right now? And I had said no. And then the, it kind of came down to, you should do this. And, and I, um, I wanted to take a chance on it and do it because I don't normally play bass. I'm normally a guitarist. So that that was sort of a, a fluke incident in itself. So he, uh, I sat down with him. I, I played a um, couple practices, and it just seemed like a really good fit. And I'm a kid from the Northwest. I'm originally from Olympia, Washington. And I just wanted to uh, play some grunge in Southern California. <laughs> so, 
so it worked out okay. And then the dinosaur show, it's like, all you have to say is, do you want to play with dinosaurs? And I'm there. <laughs> what sort of bands did you play with in Olympia? Did you play with any bands that I may have heard of from Olympia? I probably played with nobody that you've heard of from Olympia. I, I have a solo project that I, I do, and I was um, I was playing American Night. That's what, what um, my solo project was in Olympia, and that was just me and an electric guitar and, and some some pedals and a drum machine, or when I could get a drummer or a bass player, I'd do that. So it's just a changing lineup always. And if people are wondering who you are, who are you again? <laughs> my, name, my name is Anna Yenrick, and I play bass in the makeup sex. Coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, this Sunday, opening up for Henry Rollins and Dinosaur Jr. Now, have you seen this show? How does this work exactly? An interview, like I love the idea, an interview opening up for Dinosaur Jr., I have not seen this show yet, actually. this Tonight in Portland is going to be my first chance to see this show. Uh, the, the other guys have seen it, but I, I don't know what the deal was. I was busy the other nights that they went to the shows, I guess. <laughs> well, Anna, do you think you could pass it on the phone, perhaps, to one of your bandmates to elaborate on what exactly is the show going to entail? Do you think maybe one of your bandmates could elaborate? I, I absolutely think they could. I, I will pass it off to Kevin, who's filling in on drums for us for this tour. So hold on just a second. Kevin. The Makeup Sex, live on CITR Radio. Nardwar, babe, how are you? Hello, how's it going? It's excellent. How are you, sir? Good. And I guess I was just wondering, and the listeners were wondering, too, how exactly does this work? The idea of Henry Rollins opening up for Dinosaur Jr. and the makeup sex opening up for Henry Rollins. How does this work? Whose idea was this? Have you seen this executed? Um, I have seen this executed. I, uh, I can't say whose idea this was, but it, it's been working swimmingly so far. Um, Pierce Darrow's has been playing, and they've been doing their set, and then Henry comes out and asks some questions, and Jay Lou and Murph answer them. And then they go back, and then they come out, and then they play. So it's been pretty cool. Now, how does that work? Because Jay is quite a quiet fellow. Is his voice amplified enough for the crowd to hear? Um, there is, as you would suspect, some minimal talking. But um, Henry, Henry does seem to do an okay job uh, getting them to talk. Uh, Jay is a quiet fellow, but he's he's very wise. So. Do they sit on chairs and stuff? I kind of imagine them they sitting... They do sit on chairs. They sit on folding chairs, Nardwar. So not yep. stools, just actual folding are. chairs. Are they stools or are they chairs, though? They, I, I'm sorry, they're stools. And what lineup of Dinosaur Jr.? Is it, like, all original? Or who's in Dinosaur Jr. these days? This is the original cast, baby. J. Lou and Murph. Yeah. So, bringing it. so are there Sebado questions allowed as well? Like, does the audience um, to ask questions? Viewers would probably be discouraged from asking Sebado questions, but I'm, I'm sure they'd be welcome to do so. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, there hasn't been, it's, I mean, there's no questions from the audience or anything. You know, Henry just kind of had them do their thing, and the audience so far has been very polite, so um, no hecklers thus far. Is this the first time that it's ever happened? Uh, as far as what? Uh, an original like like, having, lineup? Or? Yeah, like having an interview before a reunion show like that. That's really cool. I think it's totally amazing. You know what? I'm, I'm not sure. I, uh, no, I haven't seen anything like this before, at least not in a live touring situation, you know, like for a special event, you know. 
But uh, I, I think it's a very clever idea, and I'm, I, everyone seems pretty appreciative to, to view it. How long have you been into makeup sex? <laughs> well, Nardwar, I am not actually into makeup sex, but um, I'm good-looking, and I do keep the beat well enough to, to the point where they were able to ask me to, to help out. But uh, Bill is a phenomenal drummer, and he was not able to make it. So uh, I've actually only played one show so far, and that was in San Jose. So our, uh, our next show is tomorrow in Seattle. Yeah. But you so, are from San Diego, though, right? Actually, I'm from Detroit. Um, oh, no. What I, the hell is going yeah, on here? Yeah, I was here? in Detroit, and I moved to... Phoenix last April, and I was in Phoenix for seven months, and I'd only been in San Diego for about a month, so. And were you in bands previously, and how did you meet O? I met O through the lovely Anna. Uh, it, it was uh, it was networking heaven. Uh, can, can we talk about Face Space? Can, can we talk about that? Okay, so, yeah, no, it, uh, we are all like-minded individuals, and somehow came into contact with each other, so... Uh, it's just sort of worked out. So are you guys a power trio, three-piece, or is there another member, too? We are a power trio. We are a powerful trio. Um, it is just the three of us. So. Are you qualified to talk about San Diego at all? Do you feel like you're a San Diegan now? You know, I, I, I guess I am, but I really um, I don't know a whole lot about the music scene. I, I don't. I'm still trying to, uh, to figure it out and, and meet people, so... Um, would you would you like to talk about the San Diego music scene, Arbor? Well, I guess what I would like to ask you about is you guys have a song called Vegan Farts. What can we you do tell have a song called Vegan Farts. What can you tell the people about Vegan Farts and eating in San Diego now that you've been there for a little while at least? Well, I will tell you that I was a little bit freaked out um, coming to San Diego, especially from a place like Detroit. I, I I'm really not too hip on the whole vegan thing. Like I don't really know much about it, and uh, so I I do. I don't know. I, I assume that they are gassy people, but I, I've never experienced it. And, oh, has he introduced you at all to the greatest taco stand at all in San Diego? Uh, oh, what's the greatest taco stand in San Diego? What? Greatest taco stand. El Zorampe. El Zorampe? Okay, he's taking me there, apparently. Yes, yes very that, good. That, has he taken you there at all? Yes, I, I guess he has. I know he's taken me somewhere for tacos, and I guess that was it. Amazing. And we're speaking here to the Makeup Sex Kevin, right? Yes, this is Kevin Narbar. The drummer of the Makeup Sex and the Makeup Sex are coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, this Sunday night to the Commodore Ballroom, and the Makeup Sex are opening. Then Henry Rollins is asking Dinosaur Jr. some questions, and then Dinosaur Jr. are playing Bug. Just Bug? What's that like? Um, it's excellent. I think it's, it's great. You know, there's, uh, there's been, I think, I, I don't know if the ATP was what started it, but I know, you know, bands have been doing it. It's a really great concept. They, uh, I don't know if it's a secret or not, but I think people could assume that they play some hits too. So, I mean, besides the bug record, but, uh, it's great. Have you had any interactions with Henry Rollins at all? Absolutely. Yeah. We've been hanging with Henry the last couple of days. He's a really great guy. So what's been going on? Is he just doing an interview and he has a lot of downtime? What's, what's he been doing? Henry sort of just kind of wanders in and out. Like, he'll hang out backstage and sometimes he'll take off. He's always, he's always thinking of stuff to ask the guys, which is kind of cool. We went out for, uh, for food a couple nights ago, and he was at the dinner table across from me just kind of jotting notes. So 
I'd, I'd assume it's related to the questions he asks, but it's kind of kind of funny. Have you thought about bringing him out for an encore or anything like that? Um, that wouldn't be up to me. He, he's welcome to do our encore, sure. That's, but, <laughs> that's what I meant. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, so far, no, uh, though, Dinosaur, you know, has been playing Why Don't You Like Me, and they do uh, encourage audience participation for that song for vocals, so uh, I don't know, I guess if people are lame and what's out, maybe Henry will come out and do it. Well, just winding up here, Kevin, of the Makeup Sex, and the Makeup Sex are coming to Vancouver this Sunday to the Commodore Ballroom. What have you learned about Dinosaur Jr. from listening to a question and answer with Henry Rollins? I'm sorry, one more time, Nandor? What have you learned from Dinosaur Jr. from the question and answer with Henry Rollins? Have you learned anything about Dinosaur Jr.? Um... Hmm. I don't know. They they uh, they talk about some of the first couple practices, and that was pretty cool. Um, I'm kind of uh, a semi gearhead, not so much as Otis is, but uh, we uh, I've learned a lot about Jay's first couple amps and stuff, and the definitely how loudness became uh, a trademark with a band like Dinosaur Junior. And you know, Jay loves to crank out, you know, all four stacks on stage, no matter how tiny the room, so I don't know, I, I always enjoy listening to stuff like that, and Jay talking about his gear and whatnot. So. You're a true entertainer, Kevin, you're a true <laughs> teaser, teasing the audience, they'll have to come to the gig to hear the full conversation, right, between Absolutely. Henry Rollins and Dinosaur Jr., but please get to early for the makeup sex. Actually, did I ask you what other bands you'd been in at all, Kevin, before coming to San Diego or meeting O and Anna? Um, nothing really so much in Detroit. I, I filled in a bit for some people, and, um, this is honestly the first, like, you know, big stuff I've done, so it's been cool. Well, speaking of big and rock and roll and the letter O, do you think you can hand the phone back to O at all, Kevin, from The Makeup Sex? Absolutely, Nardwar. It's been great talking to you, sir. Thanks very much, and talk to you later. All right, bye. And we're speaking to The Makeup Sex. What'd you say? I said we're speaking to the Makeup Sex live on CITR Radio. Thank you for handing over the phone to your bandmates, O. Oh, no problem. They're both a blast to be on tour with. Uh, what I was wondering about was, whose idea was it for this Dinosaur Junior tour with Henry Rollins? Do you know whose idea was it to have Henry do oh, an interview? I, I have no idea about that. I think it might have been like a... Well, as you know, Henry's like um, he's a super fan of Dinosaur Junior. Like, when Dinosaur plays, he's on the side of the stage headbanging his way to freedom. Guaranteed you'll see a lot of that if you come to the show at the Commodore Ballroom in the beautiful Vancouver, B.C. Now, oh, from the makeup sex, you've been involved in the business of rock for a long time. Can you elaborate it all? Blink-182, Cheshire Cat, Cargo Records, How Many Sold, You the Producer. What was that like? What experience? You were the producer of an early Blink-182 record. That's correct. I did produce the first Blink-182 record. And it had just sold shy of gold. And I remember, like, begging those guys, Hey, look, Mark, uh, Mark and Tom, like, can you guys just go buy 30000 so I can say I have a gold record? Because it sold 470000 so then I could have said, yeah, I produced a gold record, Blink-182, Cheshire Cat. Now, producing Blink-182 way back when, of course, I guess you had no idea that it would end up selling gold. Did you end up getting producer points, if I may ask, oh, from the makeup sex? I did. I, I raked it in. 
So that was smart, and that was a good business move. Of course. Well, those guys are great guys, and also just like the, like I thought it would sell a lot. Like the people on Cargo, none of them wanted to sign the band. They're like, this band's horrible. I don't want to sign them. They're bad. The only one that did was the owner and his son. Everyone else that worked there, the A and R people, they were just like, this band sucks. There's no way we're signing them. And then we, they signed them. We recorded the record. We did it in like four days, really quick. Recorded the record, and then they put it out, and it sold like 10,000 in the first month, more than any records on cargo right away, even Rocket from the Press, which was probably their biggest band at the time. Oh, and it, was also, it was also on Grilled Cheese Records Cargo, the only, the only record to ever come out on that label. Oh, from the makeup sex, I first encountered you hearing about you from the band The Smugglers, who encountered you via Olive Lawn. How is Mike from Olive Lawn doing right now, the singer from Olive Lawn? He's doing really good. He's writing comedy in Los Angeles. Yeah, he had mentioned to me once that he like wrote an actual joke that David Letterman actually said. Do you remember that joke? Because he was able, remember. he was able to quote it back to me. I can't remember what it was, but I thought I, I that don't was. Remember the joke, but I'm sure he did. He's he's working for uh, man. I can't even remember the guy's name. That's how good I am. He's a Saturday Night Live character. Um, what's his name? Rob Schneider. So he he writes for Rob Schneider, and he actually works with Rob Schneider, hand on hand. So those two guys are together all the time. Oh, from the makeup sex, you also are in a band called Reeve Oliver. Yeah. Now, you played, I think, Vancouver with Yellow Card, Christian Punks. Yep, that's right. I was getting my Christian on, man. You really don't discriminate. It's amazing. Henry Rollins, Christian Punks, Blink-182. Have you ever turned anything down at all, Oh. No, I don't think I have. If I like the stuff, I usually want to be involved in it. It doesn't matter. I guess there's no... Like, I don't have any, like... Uh, I don't have any things I probably won't do. Unless it's something that was, like, hurting people or something like that, or it was a kind of a racist thing, or any kind of thing that was homophobic, any stuff like that, it would have nothing to do with. But anything else, otherwise, I probably would. Like, if it, if, it was, if it was not hurting anyone and the band was good, I would be involved in it. But if it was something that it was, like, some lame band that, you know, like, just talks shit about everybody all the time, that would probably be something I would be involved in. Oh, you've been involved with many different labels, and you mentioned an obscure label earlier, the Grilled Cheese Record label. What was it like being on Nemesis Records? You were on Nemesis Records, home of Curious George from Vancouver and The Offspring. What happened to Nemesis? Well, the whole story with Nemesis, it was Big Frank from the Golden Voice at the time. It was his label, Through Cargo. So, like, when our second record, the second Audubon record, no, I don't know if both of them are on Nemesis or not. They might both be. No, I think the second one was on Headhunter. But it was just a little label name for for Big Frank's record label, and he picked these bands, especially The Offspring, bands like that. And they're just bands he thought should be on record labels, and he signed them, and the cargo released them. And these labels that you're on were for different bands like Olive Lawn, Fluff, and, of course, now The Makeup Sex. Just quickly winding up here, oh, from The Makeup Sex, and The Makeup Sex are playing this Sunday in Vancouver at the Commodore Ballroom, opening up for Henry Rollins, who's going to be interviewing Dinosaur Jr. doing the Bug album. What can you tell the people about these labels? Honest Dawns, Headhunter MCA, Sympathy, and The Militia Group. You were signed to The Militia Group, the same label as Juliette Lewis. Yeah, that's correct. Well, you seriously did some serious back, backtracking to find out all this stuff. I'm amazed you know all this stuff. Uh, it's been good to be on all the different labels. It's been amazing. The Militia Group was a great label. Cargo was definitely always good. They were always really good to us, especially the Canadian Cargo. Like, they, they kind of went the extra mile 
and of course, out, especially on tour, you know? for some people, the Canadian cargo, that name kind of brings chills to some people because they had those problems where they ended up owing a lot of labels, a lot of money. Are you specifically talking about Shadowy Man on a Shadowy Planet? Yes, and also Mint <laughs> Records, home of the Schmugglers. So Cargo Canada weren't too nice to Canadian labels, at least. Well, I wouldn't back anybody that wasn't nice to, to the Smugglers. What about Headhunter MCA? You were on MCA Records. That's right, but that wasn't Headhunter. That was on Way Cool Records. You slipped there, buddy. I thought it was Headhunter slash MCA. No, no, it was, it was Way Cool Records slash MCA. The lamest name in the world. I can't say one good thing about that, Ken. MCA is a, great, is a good label, is a major label, but the offshoot, Way Cool Records, sounds, it's about as cool as the name implies. Who was Way, way, way Lame? Who was Way Cool, and did they give you a budget at all being on MCA? Oh, no, we did good monetarily. We made a lot of dough. That was good. Like, we, we had a big, huge chunk of money. I'll tell you straight out, we got $375,000. We made the record for 10000 and kept the rest. Oh, that's incredible. No way. That has topped my Mud Honey single story. Yeah, we, we made, that's how much they gave us for the answer. And then to make it even better, that when we made a mistake, we sued them, and we got the next advance. Because I had heard earlier, oh, that Mud Honey got 10000 to record one song for the single soundtrack, and they did it in $300, and they pocketed all the rest. But well, you, why wouldn't they? But you getting 10 well, because sometimes bands have managers, and managers make you spend everything or want to take the money. Ah, but, listen, see, I signed the band to MCA with just me and my, my attorney. So you got $375,000, and it only cost 10000 to record. Yeah, we did it in 10 days or a little less. And when we sent it to them, they're like, whoa, if we don't like it, can you make another in 10 days? I go, yeah, but you're going to like it. And then they released a record because they didn't put it out. Is that how he ended up on, like, Honest Dawns? No, that record never came out on Honest Dawns. That, after, after all, everything, like, MCA, like, the whole story with MCA is, like, when we got on the label, we, we put out the record, they screwed up, didn't push the, didn't push anything, didn't do anything for us. We got in a big fight with our drummer, and then he just dropped the ball for like a, six months. After the six months went by, our attorney, Rosemary Carroll, big name, she kind of threatened them, and they just broke really, really easy. And then MCA was like, you know what, we don't like this guy who owns the label. Help, help us get rid of him, and we'll give you whatever we want, and that's how it worked. In that much of a simple thing, so like they they didn't like the guy, and we didn't want to be on the label, so they just made a, a deal with us, and it worked out perfect. And this was fluff. Yeah, this was fluff. This was a Waikiki record. And the Makeup Sex is your brand new band, and winding up here with O from the Makeup Sex coming to Vancouver this Sunday to the Commodore Ballroom. The Makeup Sex, O, you're from San Diego, California. Now, how many times have you personally played the legendary club, the Casbah? There is it a record? Because you have played there for years. You must have the record for playing there, just in general. Do you have the record? I never really thought about that, but I bet you I could be really, really close to be playing there more than anyone else in San Diego ever has. Because I was thinking, like, each town has a signature club. Actually, sometimes signature clubs disappear, and that's kind of what makes the Casbah special. It's survived all these years, and you've played there, so I think it must be a record for one band or one person playing a venue in any town, don't you think? Yeah, I would say it would probably be me, either me or John Reese, but Tim Mayes has one of the most amazing clubs in the country, and I'm lucky to live in the same town as the Casbah. How many times would you say you have played there in general? How many times would you say, roughly? Can you guess oh, at all? Over over 100. 
And how many times a year? Is it totally familiar? Like, can you just, like, go there in yeah, a pitch know, black? Man. I mean, in the flood days, we played there, like, twice a month, maybe more. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes even more than that. But then I was playing in, like, three or four bands at the time. I was playing in a Hawaiian band called the Cheap Lays. And if you ever get a chance to Google, I mean, Google it in YouTube or just go to YouTube and put in the Cheap Lays, you can see me singing some Hawaiian songs and playing ukulele. It's really funny. It's worth checking out. Yeah, I yeah, actually, it makes, it makes I, did, I did see photos of you in the Cheap Lays. And I was thinking, who was first, me first in the Gimme Gimme's or the Cheap Lays? Because me first in the Gimme Gimme's also did the Hawaiian thing too, didn't they? Yeah, but they didn't do the same thing we did. We're playing traditional Hawaiian. They didn't play with ukuleles. They played with electric guitars. Oh, from the makeup sex, I mentioned you kind of blindly walking into the Casbah and being able to navigate there in the dark. You actually mentioned the Casbah, I think, in a brand new makeup sex song, don't you? Kalista? Who is Kali- Who is Kalista? The Casbah uh, is mentioned. Oh, uh, it's a girl that's a, a friend of mine, and I just changed the name so it wouldn't get any trouble because she actually was masturbating at the Casbah. That's what I was wondering. Was she the number two Casbah gig attendee? And where did you spot this masturbation? No, she's not. She wasn't the number two gig attendee for sure. But it's just a girl I know is pretty much. She likes to get busy at any drop of the moment with pretty much anyone. But when you get involved with her, it's pretty much the end of your life. Now, where did you observe this masturbation? You were like on the stage, and you noticed this happening. No, she was texting me and telling me it was going on at the, at the moment. How about for yourself, oh, from the makeup sex? What have you observed in the front row when you've been playing in gigs all these years? Have you witnessed anything like that? Yeah, well, you know what I did too was really weird. It's like four or five really, really fat guys with prison pussies, which are a common term in San Diego for a goatee, eating pepperoni pizza while we're playing. You know? What sort of audience do you think is going to be coming out to the Henry Rollins Dinosaur Junior gig, or have you observed? Who's going to be in the front like? Yeah, who's going to be in the front row from that? I would say most people in their early 50s. Really? It's a bit older audience then? No, it's a mix of everybody, but lots of people come that are, seriously, the majority of the crowd is over 40, and then the kids who really like guitar, like the guitar nerds, they're all the long-haired kids hanging out. They go, wow, check out Jay's pedal board. Look at that jazz master. That's cool. That's me, too. I'm doing the same thing, except I'm standing on the stage staring down at it. But that's like, it's a mixture of all those people. Oh, aside from being on all these great record labels, you've also created much art for bands and stuff. You've actually exhibited with Tim Kerr and Sonny from GSL. What can you tell the people about that, doing an art show with Tim Kerr and Sonny from GSL? That was amazing. But doing any shows with Tim Kerr is always amazing. I've done like three of them, and like Tim's art is really, really good, and Sonny's art is awesome. And I was really, I felt really uh, stoked to be a part of that, you know? Did you do the cover art for Olive Lawn, your old band, Olive Lawn sophomore Jinx record? I've done the cover art for every record that I've ever put out except for Road Rage. How would you describe the Olive Lawn sophomore Jinx record and whose guitars are on the cover? What are the guitars and did you ever hear from the Ventures? No, I never heard from the Ventures at all on that cover and I thought I might hear from them, you know what I'm saying? But uh, those are my three jazz masters. Well, actually, one's, no, that's right. They're all three jazz masters, and that's Mike Olson's current wife at the time that's on the cover. And you are O from The Makeup Sex coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada this Sunday, opening up for Henry Rollins' Spoken Word and Dinosaur Jr. And oh, oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Not Spoken Word. 
It's Henry Rollins, interviewing Dinosaur Jr. Oh, geez. Okay, but there'll be a bit of... Sp- oh, okay. Has that been a confusion at all? Do you think some No, people- it hasn't been a confusion. I don't think. At least in every show I've seen, it's pretty clear that he... That, that, yeah, I'm talking about Lou's here now. Lou Barlow's right now. You want to talk to Lou Barlow about it? Oh, sure. Go yeah, ahead. Let me give you Lou. Hey! Hey, Lou. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou. Welcome back to the Nerdward of You and Serviette Radio Show. Hey, you're on the air? Yes, I'm live on the air. <laughs> I'm on the air. Wait a minute. <laughs> you're back on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show, Lou Barlow from Sebado, and now Dinosaur Jr. That's right. And this is wild. You've just sort of walked in, kind of like when I was speaking to you, Raul Morales just walked in on the interview. That's, ex- that's right. How did that tour end up? Just for a little recap for the listeners of the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. How did that tour go? Which tour? The tour that Raul gave us the t-shirts for? Yes, how did that tour go? <laughs> that was a great tour, thank you very much. <laughs> thank, you totally al- cool. thank you also for the interview a while back, and thank you also for checking out my interview with Lydia Lunch way back when. Oh yeah, awesome. Uh, speaking that, of- is a, that is a piece of art, that interview. Did you ever meet, Next- did you ever meet Lydia Lunch at all? Oh god, no. If I would, if I would, oh no, I'd... I'd I no, I would if I was even in the same room. I don't think I could handle it. I would probably have to leave. That's Lydia Lunch. An interview with Lydia Lunch. But just quickly here, Lou, could you please explain a little bit? Henry Rollins is going to be interviewing you before every show, and he's interviewed you. How's that going? It's going pretty well. Yeah, you know, he takes about ten, fifteen minutes, and we chat about the early days of the band, and uh, you know, I mean, he's a very um, detail-oriented guy and uh, kind of gets down to it and asks us some, you know, he's very uh, <laughs> Rollins-esque, I guess. Whose idea <laughs> was this? Has this ever been done before? Like, are you blazing new trails here? Like, have this ever been done before? Uh, you mean like a band talking about an album before they then play the album? Yes. I don't know if that's been done before. I mean, there's, you, you, you've got your sort of VH1... Uh, Story singer t- storyteller yeah. series, but I, I don't know if that would be sort of <laughs> sort of furry as O says. I don't know, but that's <laughs> maybe, cool. yeah, yeah, maybe so. I don't know, but that's great. You got Henry Rollins. Was it hard to get him aboard? No, he's a huge like Jay Maskus fan. Like he is so into Jay and all of Jay's work and Dinosaur Junior. And so, uh, no, I think originally it was meant uh, from what I hear or what I understand was that. Uh, Henry was asked to do a spoken word thing before us, and instead he said, "You know, I don't want to do. I want to don't want it to be about me. I want to like talk about Dinosaur Junior." And I think that's where the the sort of interview idea evolved from was that Henry didn't necessarily want to sort of do his own thing. He wanted to do something that was more, uh, you know, more Dinosaur Junior related. Do you ever remember him playing in the audience, or sorry, do you ever remember watching him in the audience at Dinosaur Junior gigs from way back when? Like, when did you first if, meet him? Did you first meet him in the front row, like in the? I slam never pit? met him. If, like I said, you know, generally with any sort of people that I whose music I listen to or admire, I I run away if they're around. I don't I don't seek out their presence. I if I see them, I leave. I don't. And I think when I knew that it was a possibility of Henry being in the audience, I never looked up, ever. And generally when I played, especially back when I was a kid, I never looked up to see who was watching us because it was just uh, it was another level of terror that I couldn't really handle. So you knew that he might have been in the audience at one time then, way back when? Well, you know, back in the day when we were 
when we were signed to SST Records, I think there was probably some pretty good possibility. Pretty, there was uh, apparently he was in the audience several times, but I, uh, I like I said, you know, I, just, I didn't want to know. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to see him. I wanted to keep my my little uh, inconsequential life separate from the life of. Uh, people whose work I admired. And now your eyes are wide open every night as <laughs> no, Dinosaur... Actually, no, whenever, when I play with Dinosaur Jr., I revert back to my uh, my original uh, hunched, crouched, and uh, reticent self. Because Kevin of The Makeup Sex was saying that Henry's kind of like headbanging during the actual set, so if you look to your right, there's Henry. Eyes shut then for Lou Barlow even? <laughs> I... I yeah. I, I look down. I'm praying, I'm praying to the, my, my dark lord when I play my music. Well, thank so I, you. I look down and I never look up when well, I play with Dinosaur Jr. Thank you for just walking into the room. I really appreciate this, Lou Barlow. And we look forward to seeing you on Sunday in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. That's right, Commodore Theater. And with makeup sex. Yeah, correct? what can you say about the makeup sex? <laughs> if you could hand the phone back to, oh, but before oh, you do that, what can you tell the people? What can they expect from the makeup sex? How do you know O? O is, O is, uh, O has been, I, I just, I can't remember life without O. That's how long he's been around. Anytime that I've ever played in San Diego, I, or, or, Anywhere near San Diego, O has been there. O, I believe, promoted a Sebado show back in the day, and he got us some uh, got us some delicious Olive Garden food that we ate. That was our catering that day. We had a great time. We went to his house. O is always he's a, a great supporter of music in general, and uh, and uh, luckily for my bands as well. So I, he's always a very familiar face whenever we play anywhere near San Diego. And today I'm actually hanging out with him in uh, Portland, which is kind of crazy because I'm, I'm used to being in the uh, forgiving climate of San Diego. Well, we look yeah, forward... <laughs> it's kind of seeing O in Portland is like seeing a te- my teacher in the supermarket, actually. <laughs> I'm, used, I'm just, you know... I'm... Hey, let me, let me hand you back to... Oh, here he comes. Well, right. thanks so much, Lou, and do do to loot do You don't want to talk to me after talking to Lou. That was amazing. Well, th- thank you so much for bringing Lou on board. Lou actually was on an Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show a couple months ago when Sebado were coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. So this was, like, totally amazing that this happened. And this lastly, lastly here, O from the band The Makeup Sex, playing with Dinosaur Jr. and Henry Rollins this Sunday in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You're coming to Vancouver. You've actually hosted the Trans World Skateboard Awards in Vancouver before? I have. I've hosted them there twice. How many years have you been the host of the Transworld Skateboard Awards, <laughs> and what's happened? Do you know all the skaters now? Well, I mean, I, work, I worked at Transworld Skateboard Magazine for 23 years as a professional photographer, so that's kind of how I got that gig. <laughs> but oftentimes you take photos, and then you're not allowed to actually speak. They like photographers to be, you know, quiet. How did you convince them to be the host? Well, when you talk about poo, masturbating, and farting, and all that stuff, people always want you to be the host of those kind of things, you know? And speaking of which, we're going to end the Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show here right now, oh, with Vegan Farts. What can you tell the people about the song Vegan Farts? Look, if you want to smell a really, really good fart, then you need to go hang out with some vegans, because that's what that song's all about, Vegan Farts. It's the smelliest, gnarliest thing ever. Gets in your hair, doesn't leave, stays in your jeans, even if you didn't do it. Early. Well, thanks so much, O, from the Makeup Sex. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? No, I'm really excited to come to Canada. I'm psyched to see my good friend Penny there when we're out there. I'm just stoked to be back in... You know, I love Canada. 
Vancouver is one of my favorite cities in the whole world, and I'm really excited about playing there. Well, thanks so much, O. Keep on rocking in the free world, and doot do to loot do 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 Everybody get going. That's that's everybody in the Dinosaur Junior backstage right now. <laughs> <laughs>